Welcome to the Strong Men, Strong Marriages podcast. Here we are on a mission to get strong, get attractive, and get the marriage of our dreams. I'm your host, Mike Frazier. Let's do this. All right, men, welcome to today's episode of Strong Men, Strong Marriages, how to avoid being friend-zoned by your wife. So this can happen. You know, guys will describe this as feeling like roommates or there's just no intimacy. You know, you're maybe holding hands, but maybe less than that. You're kissing very rarely. Sex isn't really part of the equation. You're in the friend zone. So we're going to talk about how to avoid that and also how to get out of it today. Uh, my name is Mike Fraser, MD. I'm a psychiatrist and marriage coach. I help high achieving Christian men have more intimate marriages. So some wins from guys in our program, Strong Men, Strong Marriages. So guys are ending separations. So cool. Wives are moving back in. They want to be with this new, stronger, more attractive guy. Guys are restoring physical intimacy after having a long time without it. Guys are getting into having real empathy for their wives, which leads to more connection. Okay, This requires a lot of mental, emotional, spiritual strength to do that, to get into your wife's shoes. Guys are doing that. They're learning how to do it. Guys are turning conflicts into more connection. We're going to talk about this today, but a good marriage has conflict. It has to. That's the that's what creates intimacy. You get to know each other through those conflicts. But what separates an intimate marriage from a one where people just fight all the time is being able to turn conflict into more connection. So guys are learning that, they're doing it, coming out the other side of these conflicts stronger for it. So one gentleman shared, he says, Mike, thank you. This program really works. I joined to get help, not really knowing what kind of help I needed. <laughs> it's such a blessing from God to learn that it was my thought patterns that were causing most of my issues. And issues or not, these new thought patterns make me feel better about myself, which makes it worth it alone. A lot of guys will come in and, and you know, even though they're high achieving guys, they kind of struggle with this sense of, am I good enough? Am I worthy enough? So we work hard on that and guys start feeling better. So and then he shares, but I also find others reacting to me in more positive ways. Amazing stuff, which is what happens. You know, when we feel stronger in who we are, we really, but one way to put it, we're emanating that light of Christ, right? And that draws people to us. So for me this past week, I had a really good breakthrough. You know, I talk a lot about, you know, sharing emotions and how to name them and all that. But with my kids in particular, and even with my wife, I'm still working on this, just telling them what I'm actually feeling, what I'm thinking and feeling, naming those emotions has been really powerful. You know, it's helped me model who I want to be better. Um, it's helped them relate to me better. It's just been really good, really good week in that way for me. So good growth for me leading to more connection with everybody. So, but talking about being in this friend zone again, so if that's you, you know, you feel like you're in that friend zone right now, um, you're probably trying to do everything that your wife wants. Okay. She asks it, you do it. Um, anything she wants, she gets it. You know, you're, you're just putting yourself, putting her first, putting her last happy wife, happy life. That's your mantra, right? You're the yes, man. She says it, it's a yes. Yep. I'll do it. I'll do it. You're cooking you're cleaning you're taking care of the kids. You're doing more than is probably fair or even seems fair in the name of, well, that's being a good husband. If I do everything that my wife wants. You're listening to her complaints. You're agreeing with all of them. Oh yeah. Yeah. I am a bad husband. Yeah. I did that wrong. Yeah. Everything that I did is a problem. <laughs> okay. Um, you're walking on eggshells to avoid making her unhappy. You, you won't bring stuff up. You won't, you know, when she's doing something that's a problem, you won't tell her, uh, you won't ask for what you want. You won't set any boundaries, right? You're walking on those eggshells 
because she might get upset and you're kind of worried, okay, that make, that might make it even less likely if she's upset to have sex with me or give me attention or appreciation or any of that. Okay. The other thing you're doing, right? You're not bringing up things that she's doing that are a problem. So, you know, if she's spending too much money, if she is, you know, talking badly about her friends, if she is, you know, um, kind of stuck in um, a complaining mindset, if she is doing something negative with the kids, you won't bring it up, right? Because that's not nice. It's not nice to bring stuff up. It's not nice to have conflict or you do it very indirectly or you're doing it in like a passive aggressive way where you don't really even talk about it. You just kind of act annoyed about it. So the other thing you might be doing is agreeing with everything that your wife likes or says. So she's like, Oh, I want Mexican food. Oh yeah, me too. Even though you don't like it. Oh, I want to watch this movie. Oh yeah, me too. Even though you don't really want to watch it or listening to this music. Oh yeah. Let's listen to that music. Even though you don't really like it. You know, that's what the nice guy does. So you're trying to be that nice guy, the people pleaser, the one that, you know, people like that your wife will like. And we get that message a lot. You know, that's what a good husband does. That's what a good man should do. That's what a good Christian should do is just kind of be very agreeable, do whatever other people want, serve other people, meaning put yourself last, do everything they want and nothing you want. Okay. So all of that it's disappointing. <laughs> you would think trying to make your wife happy all the time that should create, you know, a great intimate marriage, but it doesn't. Why? Because women, they're not attracted to nice guys. These yes men, the guys that do everything that their wife wants. Why though? Reason why nice guys actually are not really strong. They're not really strong. They are reliant on other people to build up their sense of self-worth is kind of the bottom line. So we're people pleasing, we're yes men, because we're afraid if we stand up for ourselves, if we have any conflict, if we do any of that, our wife will then not like us as much. So we avoid that. We don't want to be disliked. And so we're this nice guy all the time, but it's not strong, right? It's built on that foundation of weakness that you don't feel strong enough in who you are to confront anybody or stand up for yourself or ask for what you want. Okay. So really the nice guy, he's stuck in that mosquito cycle, right? Mosquito cycle being where we do nice things for others. We expect, we want something back from them. We want them to like us. We want them to tell us that we're great. We want attention, appreciation, affection, and sex. And a lot of times, you know, people outside the marriage will give it to us. Sometimes her wife will give it to us at first, but then she picks up, hmm, you know, actually don't really like this. Sometimes she can't even put her finger on it. She's just like, I don't know. The feeling is just not there. I mean, you're doing all these things, but I don't know. I'm just not that attracted to you, but this is why, right? It's because you're stuck in this nice guy mindset. So you're getting put, put in the friend zone. You're avoiding conflict all the time. Okay. With that hope of someday getting something back for all that you, that you do. Okay. Do unto others first, right? Give, give, give. Eventually I'm going to get something back. It just doesn't work that way. Unfortunately, <laughs> guys in this, they get friend zoned. They tend to love their wife or others too much and themselves not enough. Remember the second great commandment is love your neighbor as yourself equally to yourself. You're just important as your neighbor. Okay? That's what we're learning in a marriage. That's what strength is. Okay? When you don't do that, when happy wife, happy life is your mantra. When you agree with everything your wife says, when you'll never stand up for yourself, Okay. You get put in the friend zone. She's not attracted to you. You hear, I love you, but I'm not in love with you. 
You have a roommate type of situation in your marriage, no connection, no intimacy, no passion. Okay. So you're frustrated, right? Eventually you can get frustrated. You might explode or escape at some point, And that shows low emotional maturity, which also is not attractive. Okay. So this is a summary of that mosquito cycle. You're doing nice things. You're trying to make your wife happy, happy wife, happy life. Okay. You're hoping at some point you're going to get attention, appreciation, affection, or sex back. Okay. Eventually you do so much, you get, you start getting frustrated when you don't get that back. And then you explode, you get mad at her, you escape into pornography or, or you know, work or whatever. Then you feel guilty and you start doing more nice things for her again. So guys get stuck in that cycle. Nice guys, they get stuck in this cycle. Friend-zoned guys, they get stuck in this cycle. Right? So what do you do instead? What you don't do is just start being a jerk to your wife. Like some of these like dating gurus, they'll tell you that. Well, you know, just be mean to your wife right? or like negging her or putting her down, which a lot of dating advice will tell you that, Oh, just like make fun of her a lot. Not really. Okay. Not in a long-term relationship. That's not how it works. What you need to do. Okay. What, what gets you out of the friend zone is finding that balance between loving and respecting her and loving and respecting yourself. You need to do both for a long-term relationship to work. You need to start disagreeing when it's appropriate to disagree. You have to be willing to have conflict. Listen, you know, even when you just think, okay, what is it? Does a strong man run away from conflict or is he willing to have conflicts that need to be had? Pretty clear, right? A strong man would have the conflicts that need to be had. He wouldn't run from a battle that needs to be fought. Now that's where wisdom comes in too, because some battles really don't need to be fought. <laughs> we need to figure that out. You don't want, you don't want to be a guy that's just like having a fight about everything just to have a fight. But when it's important, that's when you need to step up. Okay. That's the difference between the strong man and the nice guy. Okay. The friend zoned guy, the strong guy will stand up when it's important. Okay. And then the jerk, right. He'll stand up for everything just to be a jerk. So we're finding that good middle ground. Okay. That Christ-like perspective. Look, Jesus was not afraid of conflict. He stood up and had a lot of conflict actually throughout his is a time, but not over stuff that was just, just to be a jerk, right? He stood up and had conflict when it needed to be had, when it was important. Okay. You need to start expressing yourself, letting your wife know what's going on with you, what you're thinking, what you're feeling, letting your wife know when you think she's doing something inappropriate. Okay. That's strong. And again, she may not like that at first. This is the hard part for, for guys to wrap their minds around because they're in that friend zone. They want to be liked all the time. Um, but that gets you put in the friend zone. When you're willing to have a conflict, when you're willing to when you're willing to be disliked in order to really stand up for something important, it's counterintuitive, but that's when you're actually more attractive because you're being stronger. Okay. So again, yeah, you're gonna draw attention to her negative patterns in a positive and productive way, not just to be a jerk, but like if she's spending too much money, you're gonna draw attention to that in a way that's productive. If she is parenting in a way that's you think is causing some damage. You want to draw attention to that in a useful way. Okay. You need to start standing up for yourself and your opinions. Okay. You need to take your turn. You need to work out things that are fair around the house with money, sex, in-laws, parenting, related housework and time. You stand up for yourself. You work together. You find win-wins. Okay. That's what a strong man does. That's what an attractive man does. And you have to be willing to be disliked for a while, to be respected and get to a place of real connection 
and love and get out of that friend zone and be attractive to your wife because you're that strong man instead of that nice guy. Okay. So here's some examples. So let's say your wife's overspending. So the friend zone response guy will probably say nothing. He'll just think that he has to make more money. You know, I talked to a guy who said, uh, said exactly this. He's like, well, I guess I just need to make more money. My wife spends a lot. I guess I just need to make more. (laughs) Um, and then, you know, when you bring stuff up, Hey, like, I think we're spending too much. Your wife's like, well, we needed it. Then you're just like, okay, that's what the friend zone guy will do. A strong man. What he'll do here is have the discussion. Hey, look, you know, we're spending more than we make right now. Okay. And maybe, maybe she didn't even know that. Right. And you just kind of lay it out and you say, Hey, here's what's happening. I have my responsibilities too here. Like I'm spending maybe too much. Like when I did this with my wife a long time ago, I realized like a lot of it was me. Like I was the problem with the overspending. Um, so really take a look before you like go have this discussion and see if, you know, you're a big part of the problem. But, um, yeah, you know, we, so you go, you sit down, you, you have this discussion, you say, Hey, like we need to save, we want to save this much, have a plan, you know, create some boundaries around it. You know, maybe she has her own account. You have your own account. You have a joint account. That's how we do it. I recommend doing it that way. So again, you create something that respects both of you, what both of you want, what both of you need. That's a strong man. Okay. Will she maybe like that at first? Probably not. Okay. If she's used to you just kind of rolling over and letting her do whatever she wants with money, she probably won't like having some clear boundaries. Um, but that's strong. That's attractive. That's what creates win-win. That's what makes your marriage happy. Both of you happy. Okay. Um, so let's say your wife says she likes Mexican food. Okay. And you don't. Friends on response is like, well, I don't like it, but I'll go anyway. Okay. Whatever you want, honey, we'll do it. Hey, And look, it's not that you never just do something just because your wife wants to, okay? This is the the habitual guy, right? Who like goes to Mexican food every time, even though he hates it. This is the guy that gets friend zoned because he's just doing whatever his wife wants all the time and not ever representing himself in the marriage. So the straw man response is going to be something like, hey, I don't really like that. Let's do something else or let's go. Sure. Let's do it this week, but let's go somewhere else next week, right? You're representing yourself and your wife. Okay. Maybe your wife's talking badly about, you know, um, a friend of yours. Okay. The friend's own response would be just, you know, agree with her. Oh yeah. You know, she's so mean. I don't like her either. And all this, even though you kind of know, you know, I don't really want to talk about people this way. The straw man response is going to be, Hey, look, I agree with some of the stuff you're saying. I don't think it's super helpful for us to, to talk about that. So you know, is this something we want to talk with her about or what can we do here? And your wife might be like, oh, like you said, you know, why won't you just listen to me or whatever? You're like, I do want to listen to you. I just don't think it's useful to talk about your friend in this way. And look, she might be mad at first, but probably later she'll come back and say, hey, you know what? You're right. That That's not who I want to be. You know, it's just you speaking up for her best self, right? And your best self. This works both ways. You know, you, she'll probably be able to see things in you that are problematic and you want to be able to listen to that, you know, take that, take that feedback and become a better man. That's what a strong man does as well. Um, so why does this work? Right. The reason this works because look, you're becoming that strong man. You're not just getting run over. You're not being put in the friend zone. Again, like watch any romantic movie, you're going to see two guys. Okay. One guy's the nice guy that does everything the girl wants. That guy never gets picked. Okay. Because he's not being strong. 
the guy that she picks challenges her, you know, stands up to her, doesn't agree with stuff she says. Okay. She doesn't like it necessarily, but she's attracted to it because she's attracted to strength and it feels better to be strong. Okay. So, and at first, especially if you're making this transition from, you know, nice guy to strong man, she might not like it at first, right? But she's going to respect it. She's going to respect your strength. It's going to feel way better to you when you start standing up for yourself more. You're going to be able to stop walking on eggshells finally. You're going to be start being known in your marriage, okay? Actually showing who you are. You're going to feel better. You're going to be stronger. Okay, that's also way more attractive to her. It's going to get you out of the friend zone and into real intimacy in your marriage. So how do you do this? What skills do you need? So foundationally, you need a strong sense of self-worth that's based in God and not in your wife. The, the root of the nice guy is that he needs to be light because he doesn't really feel necessarily great about who he is. And so, and again, even if you're a high achieving guy, you're always feeling like, oh, I'm not good enough. I got to achieve more, you know, and you start borrowing your self-worth from your wife. Okay. You need her to tell you how great you are. Or you feel bad about yourself. So she picks that up. It's not attractive. You get friend zoned, all of that. So instead we need to have a strong sense of self-worth that's based in God. So that you can walk around feeling like, no, I'm worthy. I'm a good person. I've accomplished a lot. I can feel gratitude for that. Now you're walking around feeling good. And now you're willing to upset your wife, right? You're willing to, you know, say things that need to be said because you're not reliant on her to build you up. Okay. David Schnarch says your wife can build up your ego or your penis, but not both. It prop up your ego or your penis, but not both. Right. So you need to be able to prop up your own ego. And the way we do that is by connecting with God because he'll build us up all day long. All right. So the other thing you need is the ability to manage your thoughts and emotions. Most guys are not very good at this. So in our program, we learn how to do this. We practice it every day, getting really good at managing your thoughts and emotions. You need the ability to listen well to your wife and understand her. Again, that has a prerequisite that you are able to manage your self-worth. You're able to manage your thoughts and emotions because if you can't, it's going to be really hard to listen to your wife, especially if she is saying some negative things. You also need, and this is what we're talking about more today, the ability to express yourself clearly. And if you can't manage your thoughts and emotions, that's going to be hard. So we learn how to do that really well. We need to be able to ask for what you want. Hey, guys in the friend zone, they almost never ask for what they want or they do it really ineffectively. So we want to learn how to ask for what we want in effective ways. We also need the ability to set boundaries. When do we say no? Okay. Friend zone guys almost never do this. They're very bad at setting boundaries. So we want to become good at that. And that makes you become a strong, attractive man that helps you get to win wins. That gets you out of the friend zone and into an intimate marriage. So come and learn how to do all of this in strong men, strong marriages. So Visit strongmenstrongmarriages.com or click the link in the show notes. You'll be taken to a place where you can fill out an application. We'll review that and get back to you with your best next steps. So again, strongmenstrongmarriages.com or the link in the show notes. Come apply and join us and build these strengths and skills. Become the strong man. Get out of that friend zone and create intimacy in your marriage. All right. Stay strong, men. We will see you next episode. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. If you did, please leave a review on iTunes. And share the episode with a friend so we can help create stronger men and stronger marriages across the world. And if you're ready to take your strength training and your marriage to the next level, visit strongmenstrongmarriages.com to learn how. I'll see you there.